Now's the time to tell tales of the unaccountable. Zambi, what do you fear? What do you fear? Consider you find someone mummified. I already like this story. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We just need you to hunt the giant owl. He just looks too suave to be Dracula. <laughs> too suave to be Dracula. Remember, you are bringing her back to life, so there is that. You got that to pony up on. Be afraid. Be marginally afraid. Welcome to Pulp Nightmare. I'm Mike. I'm Andy. And I am Hero. And we're uh, doing something slightly different. We're diverting from the path. My Unexpectedly. God. Unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, we're diverting from the path because something monumental happened. Anything could go wrong now. Anything could happen. Yeah, this is when Pulp Nightmare goes off the rails. This is Pulp Nightmare at midnight. That's and you, a lot. If you think about it going off the rails now, that's a horrifying mental image. Yeah, think back to the Wild Kingdom and imagine that was tame. Yeah. Like, that's how we were going to oversell this. Yeah, we're just doing a bit. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how comedy podcast works. Go make your own, ladies and gentlemen. We've given you the ingredients. So, James, I want you to describe for us what the audience is about to look. How what happened? Okay, this all began many moons ago when the the four of us were talking with our good friend Mister Cody Flexo Alft. After recording an episode of our other podcast, Box Office Pulp, subscribe to us on iTunes, check us out on Blogspot. Yes, and that episode was Wolfen, by the way. Yes, an episode that was based around Flexo just describing the worst movie he'd ever seen. <laughs> it was a very Flexo-heavy episode. He was just kind of talking at us, and we were reacting, so... We went on a journey through his mind palace. MB is still trapped inside his mind vault. He's tucked away with Flexo's other personalities. Flexo of Zuranar. <laughs> Flexomite. Man of Flex. Years. <laughs> no, never years. <laughs> Don't destroyed. incite his wrath. But, uh, yeah, that was a very weird episode where Flexo was just driven to the emotional brink describing this movie for us. So things were already on an uneven territory after this. Yeah. So... I guess as his way of recouping, Flexo decided to go full The Dark Knight Returns on us, and while we weren't recording a podcast, go full Flexo. Yeah, we should say, we it was it had been a very long night. Like, if you listen to James in the recording, Hero, sorry, listen to Hero in the recording, he looks, he sounds like he's one foot in the grave, because it's like 1 or 2 a.m., <laughs> I yeah. was trying, yeah, I was saying goodbye to everybody. I was leaving and all of a sudden, like seeing his opportunity to make things weird, <laughs> this just snowballs into the most heated argument the four of us have ever had about a hypothetical situation. <laughs> and, and by argument, it's mostly just us being befuddled. As Flexo takes this 100% seriously. At 1 a.m., Flexo just fucking bolts out of a cannon <laughs> and just launches into this thing. Made that, of money. 
and math comes into it. Like, it gets very complex. As you will hear. Flexo and I engage in a fucking battle of wills. And I mean, there's, there's twists, like, there's turns. At some point, like, he's betrayed all of us, and it's horrifying, and we don't know what to do. We don't know how to feel. We, frankly, we don't know if we'll ever know Flexo the same way again after this conversation, but we did record it, at least. Yes, thank God. This isn't any of that, uh, everyone wins except for Dracula bullshit. We recorded this one. Yeah. Thank God MB just never turned his recorder off after Wolfen. Because no one else is recording, and this is captured forever. This beautiful, horrible, strange, bizarre, unspeakable horror that happened that will go down in pulp nightmare history. And without further ado, I'd like to present you at home the story of Money Mountain. You need to see the episode of Louie that Jeremy Renner was on where he was just a fraction Hawkeye. Like, there's an entire subplot about him trying to give his cat a suppository. <laughs> Just trying. I like the fact that he apparently failed. That's a fucking cat. What are you going to do? Nothing. Not own a cat. But that's just my solution. Oh, no, you're prejudiced against things that live, Cody. Well, I'm just confused. Everyone complains about their cat. Like, oh, it's so much work and it's mean. It's like, why do you own it? Why Why is that a thing you want in your house? If a person was like that, you would just divorce them and, like, be done with it. Maybe all cats are less to work than dogs. More love with a dog. This is why I live alone in a mountain cave. I was going to say a mountain of cash. I'm very confused. Mmm, cash mountain is my favorite mountain. What a dick. Jesus. Decadent. Oh, come on. If you had a chance to live on cash mountain, you wouldn't live on cash mountain. <laughs> well, you got us there. Uh, oh, it's the dream. <laughs> if you lived on cash mountain... You okay. wouldn't be able to spend any of the cash because it's it's your home. It makes up the thing you live in, so cash mountain mm-hmm. would be meaningless. Well, you can no, give this up, goes like the a... same way, like, think Hansel and Gretel. Like, a witch lives in a chocolate house. She probably eats chocolate, but she yet she's children. still living in the house. Well, mm, no, the kids eat the house, children. she eats the children. Yeah, circle the of life, just, she eats the, the house. The house is just the trap. The circle of life. But she eats the kids who eat the house. By proxy, <laughs> she's eating the house. Oh, no, they've come for the vengeance. They've come for the candy. <laughs> well, how often do you think that the witch lures children to, to her house? Oh, I bet all the time. Why has there never been a serious version of that story been made? Like That's a really, Gretel Witch Hunters. <laughs> no, a really gothic horror version. That could be interesting, actually, yeah. Oh, none of us have seen Hansel and Gretel get baked yet. That's true, you got me on that one. I'm going to insist that if you lived on Cash Mountain, you could... Well, it's... Screw it. People work with non-renewable resources all the time. They don't care that they're running out. Plus, it's like, if you have one room that's like a storage closet, you could probably get a decent sum of cash out of it, if it's just made of cash. And that could just be downsizing on part of your home. Yeah, 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 but you're... Part of the problem is, like, if you're living on Cash Mountain, you're going to have all sorts of scavengers trying to pick away your money. <laughs> you got to get rid of the parasites, and the only way to do that is to spend it before they can get it. Or possibly invest. I'm going to recommend a Roth IRA. You can only get so much in that, but it's a good start. It's taxed before, so, I mean, when you pull the money back out in years from now, it's all return. Yeah, but you're assuming that the cash is removable. What if it's just stuck there? What kind of shitty Cash Mountain is this? <laughs> a Cash Mountain you can make a home out of, that's what. 
No, you can't make that a home out of something you can't pull apart. <laughs> what am I, chiseling cash? Is this made out of pennies? Well, it's not like you pull apart the house you live in. If I will okay, create a slide, slide though, house. and the house will fall off. Think about that statement for a minute, James. You're talking to Cody. <laughs> it's possible he pulls apart pieces of his house all the time. I was just saying that, like, if I wanted to, I could break my house apart. <laughs> Yeah, anybody could do that. I well, can do see, that right now. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I'm glad we agree. Well, it's not necessarily smart. So it's not smart to spend all the money your house is made out of. <laughs> what if there was an unbreakable house, though? Why does the house have made for money, too? I mean, it can be made of other things. But if it were an unbreakable house, it would be the safest house you could ever live in. What are like? Is the big bad wolf trying to blow my house down or something? Why do I need this much protection? I live in a breakable house and nothing's ever happened to it. <laughs> I just don't understand the logic here. If I live in a money house, I'm going to spend the money. No one's going to stop me. First of all, it's not a house. It's Money Mountain. <laughs> it's a house of money on Money Mountain. Okay. Okay. Okay, just for sake of argument here, like how how big would the mountain be? Well, it's a mountain. I mean, there are definitions of how tall a mountain has to be. That's why I'm asking the question. <laughs> okay, I'm going to Wikipedia, and we're going to find out exactly how tall a mountain. <laughs> type a money mountain into Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, guys, I, I found out mountain, money mountain does not exist. Okay, okay, money mountain, the third album from Lavenge. Money mountain. Okay, the UN Environmental Program's definition of mountainous environment includes any of the following. One, elevation of at least 2,500 meters, or 8,200 feet. Elevation of at least 1,500 meters, 4,900 feet, with a slope greater than 2 degrees. Or, elevation of at least 1,000 meters, a slope greater than 5 degrees, elevation of at least 300 meters, with a 300 meter elevation range within 7 kilometers. Okay, Okay, Cody. I want you to do some number crunching for me. Okay. Find out how many dollar bills laid side to side would make a meter. (laughs) Then calculate how much cash a legal money mountain would be. I'm going to send this into XKD. XKCD. (laughs) I'm sure that's calculated in that book Randall Monroe has. I bought the book. I need to get through it. I just want to say the height of the mountain's going to change your you know the basic amount of money you need for your living needs because getting supplies up and down the mountain okay i mean Um, depending on the size of it i mean the price could be exponential it'd be ridiculous i actually found an article talking about this problem somewhere (laughs) um apparently mount everest is only 81 million dollars tall if you were to stack the bills what (laughs) wait what I'm glad somebody else thought of this. Some help our so apparently, uh, someone was talking about just how much is $15 trillion, and someone described it as a mountain of debt. So they said, well, let's figure out if that's true. Apparently, no. Mount Everest wouldn't even be a pebble compared to $15 trillion of debt. Still, $81 million is a pretty decent-sized money mountain. It's more money well, that's just a stack, a single stack tall. This is a mountain. This is wide. There's range and depth. <laughs> Range and depth. But are they loose? Like, are they loose bills, or are they like all friction together? Well, I mean, they're stacked. I imagine the weight probably holds them together too. Well, would there be like a? If we didn't want the dollar bills to move, we could do it like on that MythBusters episode where they interlace the pages of a phone book. 
Well, see, that's what I'm saying. In order for it to be a habitual money mountain, the dollars would have to be like irremovable. They'd have to be stuck there. I think if you have a big enough base, it wouldn't necessarily shift around. Because there's I a mean, lot of surface area where the friction would hold it together. Think of the pile of cash from the Dark Knight. Yeah, Cody's loud. Yeah, the way it was um, stacked up, uh, it got smaller till the top. You, you don't burn. You don't burn. Don't worry. I was going to say, I don't want to be king of Money Mountain if I get burned alive. <laughs> Why are you king all what? of a sudden? <laughs> well, if you, you own Money Mountain, we just talked all... about this. It's like $81 million in a single stack. I'd be a trillionaire. Oh, this is my goddamn You're probably the king of Money Mountain. This is my goddamn Money Mountain. <laughs> yeah, it started with James being on Money Mountain. Well, I'm taking over. He's not using it right. He doesn't even want to spend Money Mountain. I love, I love Money Mountain too much. Did you destroy it? <laughs> Out of your you greed. Earn it. Look, what's the point of having all this dinosaur goop laying around if we're not going to use it? Oh, uh, some more calculations. A one dollar bill is six point one four inches long. If you lay a dollar bill end to end, it would take ten thousand three hundred nineteen of them to go one mile. So let's assume Money Mountain is a mile wide. And take 10,319 of those to make up a one-dimensional stack. Each one of those being, well, well not, the, no, not all necessarily going to be Everest height, but let's just say $60 million worth. That's a lot of money. And you don't want to spend any of that? I mean, and, oh, Cody, there's more things more important in this world than money. No, I mean, actually, money is pretty much the top besides sex. Well, he's got you there. But, I mean, you really only have to mine a little bit of the mountain to live off of for the rest of your life at that point. Well, if you want to live like a hermit, I want to eat, like, well, golden caviar. Well, here's the... Well, <laughs> so, you, so you're, just, you're determined to destroy the Money Mountain. That's well, look, I'm look, look. From. There's I mean, so I'm much money in Money Mountain, I couldn't say. spend it all in one life. I would leave yeah. it up to my grandchildren to destroy it, like the Earth. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. But, okay, but you're assuming that it's made up of $1 bills, right? Uh, oh, you're right. That is a brilliant point. Why aren't we spending money mountain? Those could be hundreds. <laughs> well, hey, we don't know what kind of currency money mountain is made of. It could be pesos. It could. You'd still have a lot of pesos. You could be the king of the Mexican money mountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we've hit offensive territory now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, one single line of money mountain is 8.35. To the twelve, <laughs> goddamn dollars. I'm not quite sure what that is, <laughs> and that's a single line. That's two. We got, we got, we got to expand. That's one strip of money mountain. Like fucking three dimensional. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Out. Actually, I, I put an extra zero. I put an extra zero. Eight hundred and ten million instead of eighty-one million. You can't fucking be king of money mountain if you're adding zeros and shit. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Okay. You're in charge of people's finances, Cody. <laughs> Think you can rule money mountain as king? It's thousands. That's millions. Okay. So one strip of money mountain is eight hundred and thirty-five billion dollars. <laughs> that's one Just strip. Base. Just, <laughs> just, just, that, no, that's one strip straight up Everest height. Just one strip. And it, we're, we're assuming a mile long. We're, I'm assuming it's probably, you know, a mile in all directions. Well, you gotta assume at least the base is a mile. Okay, let me see if I can remember some math. 
it's got like kind of it's got a tower up a little bit. So that's like that's just like the stack that's in the very middle. It goes from the middle of the base to the top peak, the middle of the peak. Okay, let's figure Where out how sits <laughs> <laughs> on the peak of Money Mountain. <laughs> your house Money apparently mountain. made of cash. <laughs> <laughs> We're not counting the house itself. Okay, you can use the mountain, but you can't mine the house. <laughs> that's done with the euro. It's bullshit. You have a daughter made of pennies. <laughs> oh no, you're forcing <laughs> I feel like this would be a great XKCD question. Like, I okay, I want a money mountain. How rich am I? Uh, what do you think normal people talk about? <laughs> Being poor and how much that sucks. <laughs> look, look, not everyone can have a money mountain, Cody. Well, that's why we're the kings. Wait, we're the kings now? <laughs> well, you wouldn't let me have it by myself. <laughs> Although I will warn you, if you go along with kings, have you ever seen an episode of Game of Thrones? Kingship doesn't work well for everyone involved. Well, we can all have different titles. I can be Thane of Money Mountain. No, I... not until I kill you. Oh. No. You can have that title in, you know, honorable death. Well, James can be Duke. Ooh. What if he just had what if what if James just had a, a money hill? <laughs> whoa, 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 Why are you trying to downsize on James? Well, he could he could have a money foothill, you know, at the base of Money Mountain. Well, is that like where I'm exiled to after you <laughs> stage a bloody coup and force me out of my own Money Mountain? Like, are you telling James? No, no, no. I would I would exile you to debt Mariana's trench, <laughs> where you you live in negative monies. But you can you can only hope that some of Money Mountain falls off of Money Mountain and rolls into your valley because that's the only way you will get some dollars to possibly build a floor out of. I just get all the pennies in the land and just use it, just stack it all up so that I can I can climb back up to the top of Money Mountain and take it back. The uh, we're like wiping our asses with dollar bills and then we just throw them down to you. You get poop dollars. I believe they call that trickle-down economics. <laughs> <laughs> if I was president, I would suggest this more money. I want all the American people to build me a mountain of dollars. Whatever you have, we'll take it. And in exchange, <laughs> yeah. in exchange uh, you can continue being poor. Or you can compete to become king of money mountain. You'd be like, you know, king of the hill, only I would use the money to buy gold and crush you with it. Why the hostility against us? Because it's Money Mountain. I don't want anyone taking it. <laughs> Have you seen Wall Street? Money does terrible things to people, and I want it all. Would the, would the gold even be able to – would Money Mountain even be able to support all that gold? Oh, no, no. I just buy enough to make myself a really awesome pair of, like, golden boxing gloves. Golden boxing gloves. Which I would then beat you to death with. <laughs> That is decadence. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what? You could have Money Mountain. I don't want to become what you've become. <laughs> awesome? You don't want to be awesome and rich? You've been king of Money Mountain for like five minutes, and already you've turned on us. And I bought eight helicopters that have hidden Lamborghinis inside of them. <laughs> wait, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Money are, are you are you a finance? Are you literally? Do you literally work in finance and you use the word "botten" 
Fucking, I'm rich enough where I make up my own words. I've got my own dictionary. But no, this is this is where it would get you. You'd bring the helicopters over, and they would disperse all of the bills, and your house would collapse, and your house would be destroyed. And oh, goddamn, real hubris destroyed it for everybody. No, no, no. See, the oh, cool thing is, if you're, if you're king of Money Mountain and your your Money Mountain house gets destroyed, you just buy a better Money Mountain house. <laughs> no, I live on Money Mountain. It's made of money. I have pretty much unlimited funds, as we've figured out with our calculations. The town has blown away. No, that's impossible. <laughs> it's with the helicopters. No, helicopters aren't that strong. I don't know how to tell you this. It's a good thing I've invested a lot of money in a Money Jaeger. Jaeger made of cash? A Jaeger made of cash to fight the cash keju. You're just... At this point, you're just insane. Money, money Mountain is blown away. It was, very, it was a very odd career choice for me because I could have just invested in, you know, making sure we got a Hellboy 3, but instead I decided just to reenact Pacific Rim with money. Like you're, you're just building, you're sitting on a pile of rocks you built up. Look, Money Mountain's still here. Well, see, the real problem with Money Mountain, and I was hoping no one else would catch on to this, is if you introduce that much money into the economy really devalues everything so you would need a money mountain just to buy like an ice cream sandwich <laughs> on the plus side i still have enough money for money mountain to buy an ice cream sandwich whereas everyone else would starve to death because they do not have a money mountain to buy even a loaf of bread which means i will rob you as soon as you die of starvation this is how or your world, pennies to add to my mountain. the world is going to end isn't it this is a good way to go money mountains what happens when you give a cody money mountain you don't give Cody Money Mountain. Cody takes Money Mountain. Cody becomes Money Mountain. Originally, this was James's Money Mountain. Not anymore. Come on. <laughs> and now, crushing, beat the death by Cole's fucking gun. <laughs> after beating him to death, took off and threw in the dirt. Then it's it's kind of... Have you seen There Will Be Blood? It's a bit like that. Like, at the end of the movie, I'm just going to... Mike's going to approach me and be like, I have some more land for sale, and I'm going to beat him to death with a golden bowling pin. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> but then what becomes of me? Uh, you were probably the butler who, like, continued on with this job. <laughs> Would you like no. to butler? If I don't get beaten to death, then yeah, sure. There you go. Okay. This works out because my enemies are dead and my other enemies are just my manservants. <laughs> you have manservants now? Well, MB's a manservant now. But you have multiple manservants? Well, if you're living on Money Mountain, that's a big area. You can't just rely on one guy. Yeah, really. I That's a lot of work for me. Right? You can't be climbing up and down mountains all the time. No. What if my soup got cold? I, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> We've already gone down this road. If you kill me, then... Nothing bad happens and I get a new manservant. <laughs> If you live on Money Mountain, you can buy anybody you want. It's pretty much true. Do you think this is what Batman would do if he didn't care about fighting crime? <laughs> what, take all of his cash, make a mountain, and then just sit on top and say he's king? Why do I feel and like be a douche what, to Alfred. This is what ha would happen if Mort Weisinger ran the Batman books in the 70s. <laughs> Batman, why are you building a mountain out of money? I must. <laughs> I can't stop investing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet all of this happened because Mike thought I said Money Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was starting to wonder, like, where did Money Mountain even pop up from? Why Why do we take that flight of fancy? There was math involved in this. <laughs> we 
he's figured shit out. Why? Why in the name of God do we do any of that? I also think it'd be a lot of fun if you lived on Money Mountain. Just just think of like what you could do for holidays. Like you buy all the Christmas trees and keep them to yourself. Or like on Valentine's, you go to every popular restaurant and you reserve half of it. So there's like only one t- seat available. So Money Mountain is just littered with crap at this point. Well, the golden toilet doesn't have the best plumbing. This is now is starting to feel like more and more of a fable where you keep spending money until window Money Mountain down to nothing. You have your last $100. See, the mistake is thinking that all of your money would be money. Once you've diversified <laughs> your cash, I mean, you're, you've got property. You've got all sorts of different values wrapped up in things. If I needed money, I could just sell some of my Money Mountain stock or open up a theme park on Money Mountain or whatever else. If you, when you died, would you bury yourself on Money Mountain? No, because you bastards would try and take it all. <laughs> I would be buried with Money Mountain. I would I would push all of Money Mountain into the debt trench that James was living in previously, along with my corpse. And then that would all get filled in with peasants. So like no one else would be able to get to Money Mountain without desecrating my grave. They would have to earn Money Mountain. Oh, that's a good idea. What if we took an Indian burial ground and mixed it in with Money Mountain after I die? So, it's so if anyone tries to get Money Mountain, then it's like a double whammy, like they're cursed. And I'll be too dead to be cursed. Just, you know. <laughs> cursed? The new album from Too dead to be cursed. So metal. And that was the end of Money Mountain. Well, all things must end. Preferably after I die. Uh, I have to go to sleep now. Okay, yeah, I probably should too. I have sweet <laughs> dreams of money. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna like, it would cut to me as an old man reading a journal, telling children of the tales of Money Mountain, all who died to take it. And those little kids would just be dreaming like, man, I wish I owned Money Mountain, and they would go off on adventures to find it. <laughs> and then you would haunt them, along with your Native American ghost oh, friends. Well, that's the realistic part of it, but in their minds, it'd probably be more like the Goonies. Uh, yeah, I think that's the best I can do for one night. Go on. Yes, yes, and I recorded every bit of it. That was the greatest thing ever. My extremities are so tingly. He just wouldn't stop. The fucking takeoff so quick. I don't even, I lost track. I went cross-eyed for a little while. Why did I end up in a ditch of negative money? <laughs> Why did he single you out to be his enemy in all this? Why did he beat you to death? Why like, did he become his servant? I get that he wanted Money Mountain, but... <laughs> the fucking depths of a man's soul that it went to so quickly. Like, that was the worst case scenario for Money MB. <laughs> What I, what I find it fucking amusing is you could, th- the greed taking over, like, they made, us, 
for like momentarily we were all kings atop Money Mountain. And, and then, then he, he killed us all. <laughs> but kept me as the manservant. And then destroy Money Mountain upon his death. But then but then build it on a Indian barrel ground so everyone will be cursed unless they try to take his corpse. I just like how I mentioned the math thing as a joke. Fluxo then determined money mountain. <laughs> and then find some fucking source that figured out how big cash is. I just like, like how every time you brought up a point, well, I guess, I guess the, yeah, that, that would be something. It's like, he, no, he would just argue against it. It's like, well, no, money mountain. <laughs> money mountain controls us. <laughs> No, you can't destroy Company Mountain. It would never blow away. What was that? I'm so glad that Mike thought I said Money Mountain 20 minutes ago. Money. Money Mountain. It all belongs to Flexo. Flexo is king of Money Mountain. Now he's too dead to be cursed. Money, money, mountain. Flexo's dead, but the mountain's still his. Copyright 2015, Mondo Funky Productions. So that was Money Mountain. <sighs> yeah, I have, I've got nothing. Honestly, like the way it spiraled. So let's, let's and how quickly and how, just how insanely. Let's let's chart this thing. I think James says Cash Mountain. Yeah. He mentions Cash Mountain. Flexo immediately grabs that, goes on a thing that just never stops. Like, that was like a runaway freight train of weird. And then Money Mountain is born, comes out of the earth, made of. Just stacks and stacks of dollar bills. I think I made the mistake of questioning the logistics of a money mountain, to which Flexo legitimately started arguing what the logistics of money mountain would be. Well, it, it's it's weird. Like it start like he keeps introducing elements we don't mention. Like his house is suddenly made of cash. He's thought about this. It, it, the detail he immediately goes into. Forget the math that he brings into it to figure out. Exactly how large Money Mountain is. He figures somebody's out how, asked this question before. He figures out how he will die and how he will be buried next to Money Mountain. And you, and we keep trying to like create an end to the story. Like, oh, your hubris buys helicopters, and the helicopters blows the cash away, and you no longer have Money Mountain. He declares, no, <laughs> not <laughs> at all. Not by. That's that's not how that works. It's like Big Fish. No, that's not how I die. <laughs> that's not what I saw in the witch's eye. And Flexo just becomes the weirdest Flexo has ever been. Because of Edward James almost <laughs> potentially becoming a wolfman. <laughs> and he wants to kill all of us in the event we may try to make a play from Money Mountain, even after we all variously declare that we have no interest in Money Mountain, he can have it. Well, Money Mountain was like a, a ballad or uh, some kind of campfire tale or, or something about the depths a human man would go to when presented with pure greed. 
See, that's why I'm so glad we're friends with Flexo. Because what other person on the planet would ad-lib a morality tale starring himself at 2.30 out in the morning? Apropos of nothing and for absolutely no reason. And also, if he weren't our friend, think of the lengths he would go to if he were our enemy. Well, he did beat James to death with golden boxing gloves. <laughs> like, why was he so specific? Why did I have to be buried with negative money? <laughs> I, and the thing is, he made us kings. Like, he decided, like, we're all going to well, be kings of Money Mountain. Ten seconds later, <laughs> he usurps <laughs> us and kills us. But no, he makes me the servant. Oh, yes, you're the servant. James is dead. Uh, he never really says exactly how he kills me. I'm just gone forever. <laughs> That's his ideal reality. <laughs> I'm dead. MB's his slave. You never existed. <laughs> he he bought my existence cash <laughs> at a tidy profit. He buried you in a Mariana's trench of money, so it was negative monies. We still don't know what negative monies means. He barely just, is there. I just love the Game of Thrones like approach to all of this, where it's intricately webbed in this deceit and lie that he just spreads throughout the entire thing that just leads to our ruin. And he just leaves as soon as it's over. <laughs> it's like, well, that's it for me, and just goes. He's just gone. Like that's it. That was the end. He went to bed after that. He went to Le- sleep like nothing us. happened. Leaving us to lie, let's face it, all of us lied awake that night, just wondering why and how. Mostly how. How? I have never laughed at something harder in my life than the saga of Money Mountain. It's just, my favorite part of it is just how indignant Flexo is the entire time about every little detail. It's like, if we tried to introduce details into this fake thing that doesn't actually exist, he's like, no, that's not how Money Mountain actually works. This is how Money Mountain would actually be. You see, it's not all cemented together. It's just separate piles of catch. I've never had more fun just egging on a pre-human being into something completely absurd. Yeah, that was very Hannibal of us. Like, we were feeding into his delusion. (laughs) We were making him draw cash. I'm sorry, it was what, all human, out of what human being were we egging on? Well, you got me there. He is a robot. That's how he was able to calculate exactly how much Money Mountain would cost. I would just like to remind the folks at home, Flexo's job is he works for, what, isn't he work like for an investment firm? I believe he so. He handles cash for a living, and this is what he fantasizes about. <laughs> this is what and he has- wants to do with your money. He has fantasized about this since he was a little boy with pennies and nearly choked <laughs> Rolling death. around in pennies. And this is his ultimate expression of that desire. He's like Lex Luthor. Like, this is his revenge against money. Is he's going to make a home of it. God, Lex, Lex Luthor building a home made out of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> his Christmas palace. That is the most flexo thing I can ever think of. Money Mountain. Money Mountain. King of the World Frontier.
Luxo, that's something different. I don't care. Not about the rights to that song. With all my cash of money mountain. I sold my chimney. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, I hope you all enjoyed the insanity of what we talk about when the mic's not even on. Yeah, that I'm was not a actually glimpse. recording a podcast. Yeah, that was a glimpse into our private lives. That's just a Saturday night for us. Yeah, yeah. What's wrong with us? So uh, just whenever you listen to Pope Nightmare, know that this is us phoning it in. Yeah, I don't even want to be here right now. Let's turn off this recorder so we can start having real fun. Yeah, sex, right? No. I have been hero. Oh, I've been MB. I've revealed too much. And I've been Mike. Bury me at Money Mountain. Money, Money Mountain. He's too dead to be cursed. 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 Money Mountain belongs to Flexo because it's his forever. Fuck you, James. Listen next week to another tale of the strange and terrifying. Ah, hello there. I didn't hear you come in. If we haven't met before, my name is Cody Elft. You may know me from such exciting podcasts as Box Office Pulp and Listopia, a 30-part series listing all of life's lists that need to be listed. You may also know me by the following... Flexo, Flexmex, Flex Killington, Flexo Cabana, Coco, or Ears. But you're not here to learn about my love of lists and nicknames. Instead, you've come to hear about the next dynamic podcast from the Pulp Podcast Network. I haven't personally listened to this new podcast, but as its producer, I am contractually obligated to inform you about how gosh darn fantastic it is. And boy is it. I can only assume it makes... Fourth of July fireworks in Washington, D.C. look like a cow's cut draped in a second grader's finger painting effort in comparison. But Cody, you ask, what is this truly epic podcast? And what is it about? I'm not exactly sure, but I can tell you this. In life, the great hero Hercules faced 12 labors. He fought the Nemean Lion, the Lernian Hydra, the Cerberus, the Hellhound of Hades, he stole the girdle from Hippolyta, queen of the Amazons. He even traded barbs with an animated James Woods, and his sucker punched the mighty Thor in the face. But now, he faces a greater challenge than all of those tests combined into one giant ball of challenge. Now, Herc must face off against his most challenging foe in Pulp Podcast Network's thrilling new show. We hope you enjoy Hercules versus the podcast. Hercules possessed a strength the world had never seen. Oh, Hercules, 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 Hercules. Hercules, deliver us from this curse. Hercules. Hercules, strongest man of No man is superior to Hercules. This is a Flexco production.